Um, can I get a can I get a sound drop from you? Can you say this is Alyssa Kleiner and you're listening to Follow Your Spirit? So I say this is Alyssa Kleiner and what? And you're listening to Follow Your Spirit. This is Alyssa Kleiner and I'm listening to Follow Your Spirit. Is that right? Well, one more time. Only thing you're listening. So like you're you're going to be you're at the top of the episode to- if you're going to tell the audience that they're listening to Follow Your Spirit. Listen to Follow Your Spirit. So I'm one Alyssa Kleiner. Listen to Follow Your Spirit. That's what you're I'm listening to Follow Your Spirit. Got it. Okay. <laughs> Didn't think this would be so complicated. It's okay. It took Shana Williams a few tries as well, so you're not alone. <laughs> this is Alyssa Kleiner, and you're listening to Follow Your Spirit. Recording Jordan Small, follow your spirit. Thank you so much for joining me, and and uh, we have a win to celebrate. Yeah, it, it's about damn time. <laughs> yeah, um, it. Uh, I finally got the two nil result that I've been looking for for weeks. Yeah. <laughs> um, we got we got a goal from Pew, a clean sheet from LeBay. I feel like there was so many things, parts of this game that we have just been waiting for. Um. You watched the game. I did not watch the game. Um, I'll let you, um, and since you were unable to do a spirit small talk this week, I'll let you get into what you saw and just your, your feelings on it. Yeah, so uh, we finally got uh, Mallory Pugh's first professional goal. And let me tell you, that goal was something special and not just the finish. I think that it was a complete team goal. You had six different players touch the ball before Mallory Pugh scored and I think that is just an incredible number to look at that doesn't show up on a stat sheet or you know a box score and I think uh, a player that has been kind of flying under the radar right now for the spirit has been Havana Salon Um, she she came out this week and was just all over the place uh I thought it was kind of interesting that she got the start over Sigfardson. You know, I figured we'd see Sigfardson get in here a little bit before she leaves for the Euros, but uh, Gabara saw something in Salon that he liked, and it, it clearly worked out well for him. Uh, the back line looked great, and that's something that we've been missing. And I think they played really well with LeBay, and, and she she was on fire. And after the game, she just comes over to the, the media scrum and just goes, man, I am so happy right now. And that, <laughs> that's, that's awesome. like, it's like, uh, yeah, I think we're, I think we're all, um, I think we're all pretty happy with that. Yeah. So just overall a, a really great game. And I, I think that if they continue to play like that, um, they will not be in a horrible place come September. Do I think it's necessarily the playoffs? No, but I think that they won't be this basement dweller that they kind of have been the first third of the season. Yeah. I, I just finished, um, like a couple hours ago, um, finished talking with Alyssa Kleiner. Um, and that interview will be up, um, probably in some, sometime next 24 to 48 hours. And two things that she mentioned was, um, that that it 
with all the parody, you know, I asked her about like the parody in the league and how the spirit almost seemed like they were the only ones left out of all of that. Um, and how, you know, she mentioned that it, it does kind of feel like it did remind them that they can, that they can compete with the rest of this league. Um, and you mentioned, uh, Havana Salon. That's, uh, I asked, uh, Alyssa, which new player was impressing her right now. And, and she said, uh, Havana. So, um, I think that, um, it, I was, <laughs> my friends were making fun of me. I was at, I was at the pool at the Flamingo in Las Vegas. My friends were making fun of me because I was like constantly refreshing my, my phone, uh, every 15 minutes looking. And I got so excited when I saw like Shana score and Pew. And I know like, I was like, oh, they like zero. I was so excited. Like, oh, Bay's going to get her clean sheet. Um, I was super excited because the, the South Point, uh, props to them for giving me a line on the spirit game. Um, so I, w- I had the enjoyment of betting NWSL in Las Vegas. I don't think that's happened many times in the history of Vegas. Um, and uh, I met Alyssa Kleiner's uncle. Uh, <laughs> out of the- I was playing craps at the Cosmopolitan. I was wearing my Washington Spirit shirt, and he was like, oh, I have a niece that plays for the Spirit. And, like, I quickly I looked at him. I was like, "Who does he look like?" He doesn't look like anybody. I was like, so who, uh, "Who is it?" And he said, "Alyssa." And I was like, "Oh, I, I, I know exactly who you're talking about." So we had a little fun moment there. Everybody else was uh, was confused, but uh, we had a nice little moment ourselves. So um, Vegas was wonderful, and uh, being able to bet on and cash a spirit ticket uh, made it even better. Going into uh, they get a break. Um, Spirit are doing double days uh, this week. Um, going into the break, so Jim Gubera not giving them any uh, any time off uh, because of it of, of the break. Um, they do get the weekend off though, and then they roll into Chicago, a team that I think looked okay at first and is now really coming into form. Kristen Press leads the league and shots, um, and she has over fifty percent shot on goal accuracy, so she's definitely going to be testing uh, the Spirit defense, but. Stephanie LeBay leads the league in, in saves with 38, and um, I mean, what a better game to be coming off, or what a better game, yeah, to be coming off of to have to go into uh, knowing that you're going to be facing one of the league's top shooter. Um, you know, if the Spirit play the way they did on Saturday, I think it's easy, it's fair to believe that they could come away with a point. Yeah, I mean, Chicago plays very well at home. Uh, I think that they they proved that this week when they pretty much just took it right to Seattle. Um, so I think that you know a win is going to be very difficult, but uh, a tie is not out of the question because I think that the Spirit are starting to find their form when it comes to uh, one goal scoring and two team defense. I think that. That is a very good combination. And, you know, Tori Huster said at the beginning of the year that they didn't want to be hitting their stride right then. Yeah. And I think that now they're starting to, and it's it's a good time for it to start happening. Uh, yeah, I think one thing that's interesting, uh, like when you look at uh, shooting players, uh, Havana Salon is actually the top shooter um, for the Spirit with 10 um, uh, I haven't, I didn't, uh, yeah, and Ortega is not surely behind her, uh, with seven. Oh, I'm sorry, Mewis with eight, and then, uh, Ortega with seven. 
Um, but the looking all the way down. Sorry, I'm I'm scrolling to make sure that I don't misspeak when I say this, but. Um, I think going – so Ortega is 38th in the league um, with seven shots. So if you go between Kristen Press at 31 all, or with 31 shots all the way down to Ortega with seven, um, the Chicago has two players in that spectrum while the Spirit have three. Um, so, I mean, if you look at – if you're looking – Thinking about opportunities and where they could come from, I mean, I think if I think if the Spirit can can mark Kristen well enough and LeBay's on her game, it's easy. I think we believe that uh, the Spirit can keep it close and 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 steal a point. This is what this is this is where I'll let us say we're it's going to steal a point. Um, and so it's it's definitely going to be a game worth watching on both sides of the pitch. Um, tell what did you think of the defense? I know they came away with uh, with. A clean sheet, um, but going into it, of course, we knew that they were playing um, someone who was sharing the bottom of the table with us, with Houston. Um, did they look well enough to make it feel like replicating that performance would perform against other teams, or was it just good enough for Houston? You know, it was kind of interesting because uh, I felt like the one thing that was working well for the Dash was uh their speed, you know, uh, Kaylee Ojai is one of the fastest players in the league and they were just finding ways to pull up the line and, and catch her offside. So I don't know if that is necessarily something that was specifically for, uh, for Houston, if they could keep it going. Um, you know, finally, I think the center back pairing is starting to, uh, catch its stride because, we we've talked about this uh seeing maybe uh Coleman in for for church because church is on the slower side of things and so i think to to see her have a better game this week than she did against Kansas City was a positive thing and i think that this could could be a a good thing for the spirit moving forward because I think the four that they have out there right now is the best together. Not necessarily their their best four, but yeah. that unit together is, is starting to really um, yeah. mesh, and I so, think that that's a positive thing. So individually, they may not be the best four, but right. as a unit, they're the they're the best we've seen. I think so. Yeah, for this season's um, uh, squad. Um, something I think is really interesting. Something that the Spirit really had trouble with was shots on goal. I think going into, was it week five or something? I think Lynn Williams had more shots on goal than the entire Spirit combined. And while they are still, I think, eighth in shots on goal, they're fourth in goals. So uh, they're making the shots that they, you know, their their shot on goal percentage is okay and their con- conversion rate is decent. So, um I think the, I think the uh, like I said the back line. I think they've figured out the the right set to have back there. And um, you know, the, the, Alyssa alluded to that or mentioned that they are that the entire team just seems to be melding more and more each week. And that it was nice to see that actually come in, come to a result. Right? They had seen progress with the team week after week after week, but not really not see the the results. And I think um, I think the they have to be on cloud nine um, about being able to 
come together as a team. You mentioned in uh, our DM when we were DMing each other, it looked like they were playing for each other, um, which is great. We go to Chicago, we host Portland, and then I think we go to Orlando. Is that right? No, we go to Boston. I'm sorry. We go to Boston, yeah, Boston. and and then we host Orlando. Um, those, uh, you know, those games have some implications um, as far as where we sit in the standings. Um, there, we, you know, if the Spirit come away with a point or more in these games, we can start seeing. We might see the, see the Spirit slowly start cl- start climbing up this table. Boston's right ahead of us at eighth. Orlando in seventh. Uh, and then, of course, Bo- Portland joins the uh, the the top three. Um, but you know, a point or more over those games and the spirit will slowly start climbing that table again. And um, I think going back to what Tori said that they didn't want to be, they didn't want to be peaking right there. They want to be in good form when it matters. And um, you know, the math did not look good a couple, just a couple weeks ago, but you know, if now's the time that they're going to start hitting their stride, they may be hitting it just in time. Yeah. I mean, this is, this is going to be probably one of the tougher stretches, I think, uh, just because it's, it's one of those make or break time periods. And, uh, Chicago on the road, like I mentioned, is, is very difficult, but you come back and you have two teams that are sitting just above you. And, um, I think that the Boston trip especially is huge to, uh, to, decide how the season is going to go because if you drop um, more than than two points up there that's an issue uh, that's when you start to look at it and it's like okay what is the season going to be like yeah um, I can't remember I want to say it was when I came home right because I, I was at home and I did it so I think it was after we hosted Kansas City that I did the math um, and on the math on that, we were looking at two wins for every loss and a win for every every draw. Mm-hmm. Um, since then, we've seen a loss and a win. Um, so so long as in the next two or three games that they uh, that they they you know we see at least one more win uh, with a drawn win uh, elsewhere. I mean, they're going to be right on pace to still be, to um, still compete. So um, yeah, this it's an exciting time. You can tell. You can eat, you can tell even going into it, uh, people there was confidence in the fan base, right? I could see it in like just the yeah. the, the tweets and stuff going into the game. Um, we saw, you know, in Kansas City, I felt like we saw a winning team. We just didn't come away with a win, um, and so I think people were excited hosting Houston. We knew it was a winnable game. We came away with the win, uh, and I think that just the the team has to be ecstatic and a big sigh of relief uh to you know come away with another home win and i know the fans uh, have to be feeling the same yeah i think um i think it was LeBay was saying that this is not only huge for them but it's huge for the fan base because that makes them want to come back out each week and and they deserve it just as much as the players do because they are here every week and you know that's that is a good sign for me because the players are understanding that, you know, we may be not playing our best right now, but these fans are sticking by us through thick and thin. So we need to go out and play for them. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, what's your, uh, since we're going to be t- uh, facing them uh, in the next couple of weeks, 
um, and we don't have necessarily a game to really talk about immediately this week. I'm curious your thoughts on Boston, a team that we saw shoot straight up the table and then fall right back down again. What do you think about them? Yeah, I think they're they're a young team. Uh, they don't have a lot of uh, experience on there. You obviously have Oyster, who's one of now the veteran players on there. Um, it seems like there's actually a good number of former Spirit players on there. You have uh, yeah. Weimer, DaCosta, uh, Angela Salem, and Oyster. So I think it's going to be a familiar game. This is this kind of feels like the team, the Spirit could be if if they uh, have a few pieces gone, you know. And, you know, Boston, you see them play these games at home where they're, they're beating Seattle 3 to nothing, And then they go on the road and they lose 2 to nothing in Orlando. Like, what, what team's going to show up each week? And, and we don't know, and I don't think they know. Yeah. So they have a very good uh, goalkeeper in Abby Smith getting her first call up for uh, the national team. They have uh, the other wonder kid in Rose Lavelle. Uh, so that's what they're like pitting this as the matchup between wonder kids with uh, Pew and Lavelle. And they have some uh, some good internationals up top that, that are fast and give them some goal-scoring abilities. So uh, I think that they play better at home, which is the only concern here in this matchup. Yeah. And then uh, I'm curious your thoughts, um, I and mean, we don't see them for uh, until we go on our long road trip again, but uh, we will see them two more times this year. Uh, kind of an average team. They're 4-4-1, four, four, and one, but they're sitting fourth in the league, but they're negative one in goal differential, sky blue. Yeah, I think that uh, this is a team that they, they were really good at home, and then Portland comes in and was like, psych, you thought you were good at home. <laughs> um, they basically made them look silly. Uh, I think they're a very similar team to Boston, uh, except for I think they have a little bit more experience, which helps them. Yeah. But, you know, they have some very good players. Their defense just isn't very good. Uh, I think they have one of the best goalkeepers in the league right now, Kaylin Sheridan, who will... Uh, gives Steph LeBay some, some competition up there in Canada. She, uh, she is having herself quite the rookie season. And with her and then Christy Pierce back there, uh, they're, they're holding their own. I think that that's what's kind of keeping them back from, say, uh, some more wins because – Sam Kerr and Kelly O'Hara and some of their other players, Leah Galton, are getting them the goals. But they just, when they get the goals, they're not holding on to the leads. Ten days from now, uh, the Spirit will be going into Chicago. Like you mentioned, a tough team to play at home. They are 4-0-1 uh, at home, I believe, if I, looked, if I saw that right. Uh, and their one draw, though, at home coming against uh, Boston, who, when they were in uh, in Chicago, we're, we're playing sort of at their better form. So um, that makes me believe that should the spirit be continuing in good form, that they can be just as competitive. Yeah, I mean, Boston, you mentioned that tie. Boston had the lead for 
a good amount of the game, and then Christian Press scores a goal in like the 89th minute or something. Yeah. And so that is even like a, a deceiving scoreline. So I think that they have uh, some very good pieces that could help in this. They're obviously not missing as many people for the international break as uh, Chicago. Uh, all the players are expected to be back with their teams for um, week nine. But, you know, the U.S. players are, are traveling from Scandinavia. They're playing Norway and Sweden. And then you have the Canadians who are playing in Winnipeg and Toronto. So hmm. I think that that helps uh, that we only have one player going uh, over the Atlantic versus I think they have – four four players on that roster so oh wow it could uh that could play a a difference in the match because you have your your starting forward your starting goalkeeper starting left back and wherever uh they decide to put julie Ertz that day so you're missing yeah. four starters um so the game's yeah. the 17th when's the second game sunday sunday okay yeah. so um I mean, even if they travel Monday, that still only gives them what, five days to, to adjust um, or to, to rest. And um, I imagine that if I would, Im- um, I would imagine that if she decides to play, that uh, that Gabriel will, will bring her bring Pewin as a sub, um, even for that game. Yeah, I mean, yeah. either way, I, I which think I, it's... which I think is perfect for us, even in that scenario. Yeah, because you know. Uh... Either way, I think it's not horrible. Watching her start this week was perfect. I think um, her and Shayna Williams have a special partnership, and that is going to be uh, that's going to be fun to watch because both of them are so fast. Uh, Shayna actually joked, you know, it's nice to have to to try and keep up with somebody. Yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah, because even Franny, I mean. She's fast, but I still think Shayna and Mal have that that next level gear, which yep. is going to be fun to watch, especially against some of the slower back lines in the league. Who uh, who started in the center? Was it? Um... Uh, it was okay. So it said Ariel Ship, but when they actually got out there, Ship actually moved out to the left side, mm. and uh, and Mal found herself in the middle a lot. I don't know oh, if that was not purpose or what but i did see her it was mostly the second half but uh yeah oh, well, she so our, our starting center a lot our starting front line was shana ship and mal yeah oh that's interesting yeah and i like i like that because that allows for franny to come in as that super sub and yeah. i think that that's her best role but i th- I don't know if we'll see that uh, going forward just because why I saw it as happening that way would be um, Shayna came out the week before early, so they wanted to have Franny in if need be. Uh, I don't know if that was really the reasoning behind it, but that seemed like a logical explanation for it. But watching the three of them uh, start together worked for me, so I yeah. would not be opposed to keeping it that way. Cool, I dig it. 
I dig it. Uh, I'm excited. Uh, OGT, OG23 and Joe Hawk shirts are, are still available in the shop, as, as Jordan has mentioned on Twitter. They are very comfortable shirts. Yes. Uh, $23 a piece. Joe Hawk shirts, uh, proceeds from that go to Joanna's off-field efforts. I let her deal with that. Um, and then um, OG23 shirts for every sale of that. Uh, we kick some money over to Young and the Brave. So uh, merchandise for, for good reasons. Yes, yes. Jordan, you and I will do this again. Yeah, we'll probably do this again next week, going into next, next week's game. We'll see. Actually, no. <laughs> I'll be I'll be running off to get married. I'm not, <laughs> Shannon just shook her head at me like, no, you will not be doing <laughs> this next week. Um, okay. Yeah. We'll live. We'll make do. <laughs> yeah, so um, I'll let you, maybe if you want to uh, do like a spirit, spirit small talk preview or something like that, maybe we can uh, work on it. Or hey, we'll just, you can work with that. Yeah, and then uh, we just have an off week. Yeah, Everybody or, needs an off week. That's right. Or we'll just take the week off. Yeah, and we'll come back after the Chicago game to talk about hopefully the point that we get uh, yeah. over there. All right, Jordan, it was always a pleasure, and I will see you in a couple weeks. Yeah. Take care.